0: Welcome to episode 20 of the BCF ORG podcast, the business of business. I'm Brian Fisher. In the previous episode 19, we discussed balanced selling. Let's make some money for your business. This podcast series focuses on the various subjects and topics to help you run a successful, profitable business. They're approximately 10 to 15 minutes long, so you can listen while commuting. Hopefully, you'll find one or two takeaways to implement per episode. In today's episode 20, our guest is Brian Bogart from the Brian Bogart Companies. Brian is a passionate human behavior and performance coach, speaker, business strategist, top sales professional, and philanthropic leader who believes in helping growth-minded individuals achieve the best version of themselves, their most authentic selves. Brian teaches how to leverage radical authenticity and awareness to create the intentional life you've been dreaming of but have struggled to create. His revolutionary strategy, Embrace Pain to Avoid Suffering, has helped individuals and companies break beyond their normal to achieve the success in life and business they've always wanted. If you want to create a life of no limits and gain freedom, Brian and his team will get you there. Let's welcome Brian Bogart. Welcome, Brian, and thank you for joining today on the podcast.
1: Happy to be here, Brian.
0: I've got a couple of questions. Really impressed with your story. You've got quite the bio. How did you become a performance coach, motivational speaker, business strategist, top sales professional, and philanthropic leader?
1: Yeah, so bear with me for a second because I got to give a little bit of context. It's not a simple answer, but I will, I, will, I will hit the tops of the waves and you'll understand some of the relevant points that led to me doing what I do today. Um, I'm going to ask everybody, unless they're driving, of course, to so just close your eyes for just one second. I'll tell you when to reopen them. And I want you to imagine going to a store, having a successful shopping trip, heading out to your car, thinking you're going on with your day and turning your head and seeing a truck barreling 40 miles an hour right at you with no time to react. Go ahead and open your eyes. That's where this portion of my story begins. My mom, my brother, and I went to our local Walmart to get a one inch paintbrush. And I've always had an excitement bigger for life. I, it wasn't a surprise to them that I was the first one in the car. I wanted to get home and put that paintbrush to use. And as I was standing there, uh, I had to wait for my mom and brother to catch up to unlock the doors. Cause this was back in the days before they had key fobs. So I had to wait for it to physically put a key in the door, unlock it and go. And as we were standing there, a truck pulled up in front of the store Driver and middle passenger got out, and the passenger all the way to the right felt the truck moving backwards. So he did what any one of us would do, and he moved over to put his foot on the brake, but he instead hit the gas. Combination of shock and force threw him up onto the steering wheel, up onto the dashboard, and before you know it, he's catapulting 40 miles an hour across the parking lot right at us with no time to react. Now, we were in an end spot. He went up and over the median, went up and over the tree in the median, hit our car, knocked me over, ran over me diagonally, tore my spleen, left the tire track start on my stomach, and continued on to completely sever my left arm from my body. Wow. So there I am laying on the parking lot on a 115 degree day in Phoenix, Arizona. My mom and brother watched the whole thing happen, and they look up and they see my arm laying 10 feet away in the parking lot. Fortunately for me, my guardian angel also watched the whole thing happen. There was a nurse that walked out of the store right when this took place. She saw the literal life and limb scenario in front of her, and she rushed immediately into action. Came over to put her foot on, or came over to put her hands on the on the wound, stopped the bleeding, and instructed some bystanders to run inside, grab a cooler, fill it with ice, and get my arm on ice in minutes. Had she not done one or both of those things, Brian, I either wouldn't be here with you today or I'd be here with you today with a cleaned up stump. That's just the reality. So I know that a lot of listeners probably weren't expecting to go there today. And I promise you, I'm getting to where I am doing what I'm doing today. But I learned, you know, I'm sure many people weren't expecting it there. I've got a very unique story. But I learned that all of us have a unique story. What's important is that we need to pause and become aware of the lessons we can extract from those stories and then become intentional with how do we apply them in our lives. So I learned two primary stories that both got me to where I'm at today. One, I learned not to get stuck by what has happened to me, but instead get moved by what I could do with it. And the second, I didn't realize until far later. You see, at seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 years old, I was very much a part of the process of recovery. I was the one having the surgeries done. I was the one doing the therapy, but I was also being guided through the process. I was in a fog. My parents, however, were not in a fog. They were intimately aware of the unceasing medical treatments, years of physical therapy. And the idea of seeing their son grow up with the use of his left arm was a source of great potential suffering for them. So they willed themselves day in and day out to do what was necessary, what was tough, to embrace the pains required to ultimately strengthen and heal me. So whether intentional or not, they ingrained in me a philosophy and a way of living, which was to embrace pain to avoid suffering. It's these concepts that I used to not only overcome this unique injury, but how my business partners and I scaled our last business in in risk management, employee benefits consulting to 15 million over the span of a decade. And now how I've flipped that on its head as a human behavior and performance coach to help individuals and organizations just like you, just like the people listening, become more aware, more intentional, and who they already are, their most authentic selves. You see, I believe that's when the door starts to crack to perspective, motivation, and direction. And that's when we have a chance to have joy, freedom, and fulfillment enter into our lives. And it's those reasons that I've committed the next 25 years of my life to impacting a billion people because if we can reduce the level of suffering on the planet, give people the chance to feel joy, freedom, and fulfillment, recognize they can be authentically who they are, be honored and comfortable that the world will accept them and promote them and support them for who they are, then all of a sudden the world becomes a more beautiful place for my kids and my grandkids.
0: Wow. Quite, quite the story. Great answer. Great answer. When you're working with people, who are your target customers?
1: So I would say that I work with anybody who doesn't have a clear, clear grasp of who they are or feels stuck or stymied in their efforts to fill their potential. That's broadly what all of our solutions gear towards in my one-to-one coaching work. I work primarily with business owners and entrepreneurs again, who don't know who they are, but what we do is we help turn giants into legends by helping them grab what they believe is just out of their grasp.
0: What are your differentiators when you're working with people?
1: It's not about a seven step system to success. It's not about like replicating external elements of success. It's about helping people really calibrate with who they are, taking them on their own intrinsic journey and allowing them to be elevated and empowered to replicate the process. So there's a lot of people in the space that will use negative emotions like fear, guilt, shame, et cetera, to highlight scarcity in their life and get them dependent on a program. Our philosophy is very different. We wanna elevate and empower people with clear understanding of emotional triggers, behavioral patterns, and environmental conditioning, which are the things that keep people in their self-defeating place and allow them to bring those things into a place of conscious awareness so they can be intentional to move through them and use them to their advantage.
0: We're speaking with Brian Bogart from the Brian Bogart Companies. Brian, when someone reaches out to you, what, what's your elevator speech, your 90-second skinny?
1: You know, I, I'm, I'm a big believer that people will naturally gravitate. So I often like to say that I build people and build organizations, right? I'm a husband and father first. But the amount of pain and suffering that I've experienced has allowed me to see it in other people and allow them to move through it to free themselves. So we work with individuals to get more clear on who they are. And by using awareness and intentionality, we help them create an intentional life of alignment that becomes self-regulating and allow them to realize that they can truly have everything they've desired.
0: That's, that's terrific. Your point about using our time, not in minutes, uh, but with intention. Could you expand on that?
1: Yeah, I I think that we often look at life through this idea of where are we spending our time and We often hear this word or dynamic of work-life balance, which I don't think just inherently exists in anything that we do. When I talk about building an intentional life of alignment, it's about focusing on all the things that are important to you, but allowing yourself to be where your feet are and be present and go deep in whatever you're doing at the moment to allow you to get the most amount of impact out of it. So, you know, for example, my time with my kids, when I'm on a mission to impact a billion lives, they are what's most important to me. I can go be with my kids, but not actually be with my kids because I'm still focused externally. Or I can go be with my kids and be extremely intentional and present to be active in the moment, to give them the love, the leadership, the connection, the interaction, the experiences that we desire, but to be there. So it's about shifting between roles and being very intentional with that time. Because if I only have 90 minutes, I want to maximize the hell out of that 90 minutes. And I don't care if it's with my kids or in my business. It's not about... How much time we spend working or how much time we spend with our family or how much time we spend on our health. It's about doing all of that time with intention to maximize whatever amount of time we actually have.
0: Speaking with Brian Bogart from the Brian Bogart Companies. Uh, You know, Brian, none of us want to be good enough. Uh, As achievers and entrepreneurs, we all want to be our best. Uh, How do you help people break out?
1: I think it has to start with, uh, again, awareness, but I think it's awareness around the fact that we're our most authentic bright burning light when we're born onto this planet. And then as we grow up, right, parents, teachers, coaches, employers in the world starts layering on all these narratives around who we should be, what we should do, the type of money that we should make, the jobs that we should take, the relationships that we should have. What keeps people feeling just good enough is this comparison game. And the fact that when people tell you you should do something or should be something, it's a shame-based word that automatically implies whatever you're doing isn't good enough. And so we need to remove the word should from our language, but we also have to allow people to recognize we need to keep recalibrate with who we are. And that is the only way that we start to become free because we can live life on our terms, not the way that society has constructed us to believe we need to live.
0: You know, uh, none of us likes to hear no, and few of us like saying it. How do you handle or, or when do you say no?
1: I think that there is a dynamic of once you have clarity on who you are, clarity on the life you want to live, clarity on the things that are important to you, and you've built your life with alignment, saying no becomes much easier because you know what fits and what doesn't. It becomes self-regulating. Now, I'm the type of person that I have a hard time saying no, to be perfectly honest, because I genuinely want to help. And so I say yes more often than not. And so it's a matter of understanding what fits and what doesn't very clearly so that you know what doesn't fit and you can say no. But then if you say yes too often, even in the stuff that's in alignment, you can reach your capacity relatively quickly. So understand how do you say yes with different parameters or criteria? So maybe it's, I can do this, but I can't touch it for six more weeks. I can do this, but I can only have a 30 minute window once a week to help you here. I can do this, but I need my team involved and I'm gonna be very little involved because we can help you, but I can't help you. I think it's desiring how do you say yes for the things that are in alignment, but being very okay saying no when it's not in alignment.
0: Well, thank you very much for being with us today, Brian. How can people contact you for more information?
1: BrianBogert.com is one of the best landing spots for everything. All of our social is integrated in there, at Bogert Brian. And we have a lot of free content that's out there. Because again, 99.9999999% of those billion lives will never pay us a dollar. So we create a lot of free content specifically to impact lives. And the website is a great place to consume a lot of that.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much, Brian. Thank you. My sincere thanks to Brian for being our guest. If you would like me to put you in contact with Brian, please send me an email through the bcforg.com website or send me a message via LinkedIn. Managing the performance of your company is one of the most important things you do as a leader. This podcast is on over 20 directories. Subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast. And feel free to share this podcast with people who you think may benefit. A strong rating of these podcasts would be appreciated. If you would like to reach out to me with any questions, comments, ideas, or potentially be a guest like Brian, please go to bcforg.com. There's a red Contact Us button in the middle of the home page. A LinkedIn symbol is on the upper right. Click on that if you would like to see my profile. All the podcasts are available by clicking on the website podcast page in the reference bar. These podcasts will be released the first and third Tuesday each month. In the next episode, 21, we'll move back over to the financial column. In business, running a successful, profitable business is the ultimate scorecard. You're never done and can always be better. It tends to be more fun than work frustrating at times, but can be very rewarding. From BCF ORG Corp., I'm Brian Fisher, wishing you the best. Thanks.